What's up? You're listening to the Prayer Plug Podcast with your host, Jamika Carter, the Chief Encouragement Officer of Prayer Plug. Over here, you can expect to get prayed up and plugged in because we stand firm on getting lit for the Lord. For more encouragement, for more content, for more videos, for more prayers, download the Prayer Plug mobile app available in every app store. Now let's get plugged in. I know we all have things going on, so I had to make sure I made 31 days of prayer, getting lit for the Lord, available to all of our plugged in family. Y'all, this is originally recorded on this new audio app called Clubhouse. So any of the terminology or the transitions is all due to the fact that I'm recording this while I'm having a live conversation with a good gang of our prayer warriors in the prayer plug family. So listen in, get prayed up. If you have your pocket prayers, you can follow along with this. And if you don't have your pocket prayers, Run over to prayerplug.com and get yours. We have a digital version available and we have the physical product that you can get. There's a promo code on the mobile app and there's also a praise plan for this lituation that you can download from the Prayer Plug mobile app. Simply go to the mobile app Prayer Plug on your phone or download it at any app store and you can just tap into the app, click on Prayer Room, and you'll see the button to download your lituation praise plan. Now let's get plugged in. Today's scripture is Psalm 32, verse 8. And it reads, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. I'm going to break that down again. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. That is the Lord's word. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Can anybody, somebody, a believer say, Jesus, why you give me this thing? And you know, I don't know how to do it or how this going to work out. Now, why you present this situation to me? And I don't know how this going to work out. Guess what? Guess what? You can put the enemy under your feet because he's been trying to tell you, no, don't even, don't even go that way. Don't even try it because you don't know enough. And then he tries to let fear creep, creep in or just the overwhelming sensation of inadequacy or comparison start to invade your thoughts. And then it cripples you from even having the desire to say, God, I trust you are doing a new thing in my life. First of all, I asked you for a new thing in my life. <laughs> And now I'm at a place where I don't know which way to go. This is one of those promises you got to look, put it back in his face like, Jesus, hey, yo, you gave this to me. You told me in Psalms that you will instruct me and teach me in the way to go. You told me that you will counsel me with your eye upon me. I wish y'all could see me right now because I got one eye open looking like Popeye because that's how God is. He said, I got the good eye on you. <laughs> okay. God is a watching everything you are going through and he cares. And I know that some of us maybe have been trained that, you know, if he knows all, then why do I need to ask him for everything? What, what has helped me to even ask him for simple things in my life that, yes, I could do in my own power, but I want it in his power? The one thought that I always ask God to remind me of is the fact that when I pray, 
and I welcome God into the situation, it's an invitation, number one, for me to humble myself so that I'm not trying to do it on my own and trying to carry more than I can bear. But number two, it's also an opportunity for me to let God know I don't want to do this without you. And number three, it's an opportunity to welcome in the blessings and miracle attached to my asking God to do it. I just feel like I gave a lot. <laughs> Let me run that deck because that's helping me right now. Number one, please know it is truth that we serve a God that is all knowing and he exceeds every need. But the importance of a relationship when you have established your religion is to follow God. Jesus is, is your savior. The part of the relationship is the invitation to constantly grow and nurture and to have a yearning for God with everything that he gives to you to, to work through, to build, to co-author for those that are, that are writing, to create for those that are creatives, to lead for those that have leadership role, and even to follow. Some of us truly have a heart of service. Everybody is not meant to be an entrepreneur, like full-time. Some, some of us are really great at serving others with their visions. And God has gifted you the type of humility and service and creativity that can help make a vision even bigger. And so the first thing I want us to be encouraged to do when we know we serve a God that instructs us and teaches us is to always ask God for what we need. God, I have this idea and I don't know if I should share it with somebody. <laughs> Look, that need to be the first question. Do you have me to share it? I know that in this room, I continually encourage each and every one of you all to speak life into what God has told you. But there are some of us in this room where God is not ready for you to share because he is protecting your heart. I know for me personally, I am always drawn to read self-help books and attend master classes and go to conferences. But God has told me most recently, he does not want me asking anybody that he does not send me for their wisdom, advice, or expertise. And it's not because he doesn't want people to help me. It's because God knows I'm still in a stronghold battle of kind of idolizing the strategies that make sense to me versus seeking God for the supernatural direction that he wants to give for just for me personally. Cause I keep asking him to do a new thing. And he like, but you keep going to the last masterclass trying to do what somebody else did. And so maybe that's ministering to somebody else that has just been getting frustrated because you've been making investments with your money and with your time. And you've been sharing your vision with people. And it's not to say that there won't come a season where God does ha have you to share it. Cause any vision from God is going to require a village for it to be a, but God thing. But I'm speaking to those in this room that God has given it to you, but he's also told you he wants you to guard it. And it's because God wants to ensure that at this stage of the process, he is your foundation. He is your rock. And he is the one you are seeking for inspiration, for encouragement, for revelation, for the next step. So please know it's not always that God doesn't have people to work with you because he's a God that will send people to help you with your vision. But in some seasons, God is like, you know what? I see that part of you right there that'll make an idol over somebody else's plans or direction versus what you know I just told you when you were praying and reading my word or you were amongst other believers and fellowshipping. So yeah, let's get on that. So number one, we are asking God, Show me the way in which I should go. Number two, in our asking, we are allowing ourselves to humble ourselves before the Lord, our God. <laughs> okay, because 
God does not want you out here being weak-minded. Please know God did not give us a spirit of timidity or fear. That's not the God that we serve. But he did and he did show us in his own walk that being meek, that's my nickname, y'all, AA. But no, the actual word meek, he showed us that being meek was important in order for God to do what was necessary in your life. And that is to constantly get the glory. So for those that are like, wait, what does meek even mean? Meek means gentle, quiet, and easily imposed on, submissive. Jesus is described as being a weak I mean, I said weak, never weak. Stop it. Get out of my get out of my thoughts, enemy. Never. I rebuke that. God is described as being a meek person. And I have to chuckle as I read this, y'all, because one of the things my husband and I were discussing yet yesterday in our, in our disagreement was um my level of respect and submissiveness. And so for my nickname to be meek and that's be the meaning of it, I'm like, okay, okay. God said, I'm giving it to you in advance because it's necessary for what I'm going to do through your marriage. So I'm going to work on being a little quiet and gentle, okay? A little submissive. But what I want to encourage y'all to do is like, like, like we said before, number one, to ask God, number two, to know that in your asking, you are presenting yourself as hum as humble and knowing that God is the one that gives you what you need. And number three, it helps you welcome in the miracles attached to your asking, doing things in your own power limits the supernatural anointing God has already promised you and what he wants to give you. But when we invite the savior, the son, the holy one into the situation, can we get into how Jesus was showing up in people's towns that he ain't never been in before? Don't nobody know him. They just heard about him. But yet and still, y'all, he was making people see. He picked up some dirt, put it on this man's face and he could see though. What? He has so much power that the people rolling with him had power. Come on, disciples. Our man Peter walked on water just because he was like, hey, is that you out there in the dark and the deep? Jesus said, it's me. He said, oh, if it's you, if it's you, then call me on the water. <laughs> Who is asking God to call him on the water for a miracle? Okay, ask God for what you need. I'm so grateful for the Lord that we serve. God's plan is already perfect. God's plan is already perfect. Anything that seems like it is coming against you, it's holding you back, it's not working in your favor, he already know about it. But guess what? Have you asked him, God, strengthen me through this? When I first started walking with God, I used to ask him to take away every single thing I did not like. But recently, I pray for discernment to know what needs to be taken away and what I just need strength to persevere through. Everything is not meant to just be wiped clean off your plate. How would you ever get stronger on this battlefield if you are not making it over situations? If everything like, oh, it showed up, cut, cut it, cut it, cut it. How would you ever up your weight in the game? You want bigger, it's going to require more faith. You want more, it's going to require more stewardship, more resources, and more wisdom and understanding. You want Jesus, it's going to require more, more sacrifice too. You need to read a little more. You need to connect with more people that have been walking with God longer and they can speak to what his word says and make it um, more applicable to how you can live out the word of God. We about to open up this floor real quick because a couple things that I wanted to present to you all tonight is... What keeps you from taking bold steps in life towards your dreams?
Now let's get into this prayer. Jesus, Jesus, thank you so much for this opportunity to bring it to you again. (laughs) It doesn't matter how many times we bring it to you. There's always an opportunity. And we thank you for just being a God of overflow, a God of capacity. We can't begin to even imagine and a God of availability. I'm so grateful that when we call you, it's not like, oh, hold on. We'll get back to you later. But you're always available. And though we be down here tripping about your timeline, (laughs) we know that you are working all things out for our good father. So we thank you first and foremost for not just caring about us, but caring about what's connected to us for making sure that everything that you're working out is for our good and for the good of those that you love and we love too. And we thank you for this day you've given us, Lord God. For some of us, it feels like the end of the week. For some of us, it's like, oh, it's the beginning of the week. And for some of us, it's like, I'm just grateful it's today and it's a new day and it's what he gave me. But whatever posture and whatever place and position we're in right now, Lord, it's by your power. It is by your grace and it is by your unconditional love. Oh, Holy Spirit, you are the realest gift Jesus could have ever given us. Oh, my God. I'm so thankful for not not only his sacrifice, but his sacrifice that made it available to call on Holy Spirit. I pray that for those that are still trying to understand, well, what do I need the Holy Spirit for? That you send the teaching and the wisdom and the counsel to just show us how we can maximize the gift of the Holy Spirit and everything you've given to us. Father God, I thank you so much that you have already made a way out of no way. You are the way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper. You are our light in the darkness, Father God. And so with everything and we are enduring, Lord God. We thank you for being the one that instructs us and teaches us in the way that we should go. Please forgive us for putting other people's plans or what worked for them on a pedestal when you told us to go a different way, even when that way made no sense. I pray for courage, Father God, to trust the new thing you're doing in our lives. I pray that we not think that what worked for somebody else has to be the only way that we reap success in the way that you've already promised to give it to us. We thank you that the plans that you have for us, Lord God, are plans of a hope and a future and prosperity, Lord. For you've already made a popping future that we will not even begin to ask, think, or imagine if we had enough <laughs> uh, pictures for a vision board, enough words to write on the paper, or enough words to even say as we pray, Lord God. You're truly bigger than anything of this world or in this world. And so we give you the space and opportunity to do you. Blow our minds, Father God. We want miracles. We want you to open the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing so big. We don't even have room to receive. We have to call our mama, our friend, our sister, somebody we don't even know, but they said that they need help. So we going to look out to say, come get what he gave me. That is the God that we serve. Thank you so much for just loving us through even our own fears. That doesn't, that doesn't stop you from still wanting to bless us, but we want to make a decision that we will not give the enemy any any available space in our minds, Lord God, to try to hold us back from what you've already promised to protect. You are worthy, Lord God. We thank you for Bryce, for Takira, for 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 Sherry, and for Casey, Lord God, because you have given each and every one of them the confidence, the boldness, Lord God, and the zeal and fervor that is necessary to persevere. I thank you so much that they're choosing to cling to faith when so much around them is telling them that 
fear will keep them safe. It is our faith that keeps us safe, Lord God. And so for every person that's under the sound of my voice, Lord Jesus, I believe that you were igniting them in a new way to level up in their faith, to level up in their boldness for who they serve, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and to level up in the intimacy they choose to have with you, whether it be in worship and Bible study and prayer rooms and fellowships or just time of just like silence and stillness to hear from you and let you saturate the environment. Your anointing is worth more than anything we could ever pay for in this life, Lord God. Thank you so much for seeing us fit to experience your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We didn't got prayed up. We didn't got plugged in. First of all, we just got lit for the Lord. Anybody else just feeling brand, brand new right now? Okay. Getting lit, getting turned, getting everything in between. God has so much for you. All he asks you to do is give him some faith and some excitement, okay, to see it through. So I just pray that this touched you, this blessed you, this has got you in a whole new focus on who you are and what God is calling you to do. You can get more of the lit for the Lord prayers on the podcast and the mobile app. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with somebody else that need to get lit for the Lord. And let's keep it up, y'all. We've been doing this, staying disciplined, staying hungry, and staying at the Lord's feet. Hey, reach out, send your prayer requests, send your praise reports, and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and through the mobile app. We love you over here, y'all. Stay plugged in. We didn't got prayed up. We didn't got plugged in. Y'all, don't you just feel lighter, better, <laughs> bigger than you were before? Because you gave it to the Lord. And speaking of him, y'all, we are getting lit for the Lord. I'm talking about 31 days of prayer. And guess where you can meet me at for this prayer, y'all? On Clubhouse. Y'all, this is a new app. It's the new cool thing for the social media world. And the good thing about it is <laughs> I ain't got to be on camera, honey. It's straight audio. So, you know, I was like, let's get to it. We will be on Clubhouse from March 1st to March 31st. And the times that you can catch us on Clubhouse are 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Pacific, West Coast time. Okay. So, y'all, set your alarms because for 31 days, we are going to the Lord's throne and getting lit for the Lord. You need to rejuvenate your prayer life. You need to have community and you need to seek God right now to ask him what you can fast from while we do these 31 days because we are believing in breakthrough and revelation and a whole fresh new anointing. So let's get it. Mark your calendars, March 1st to the 31st. We're on Clubhouse praying at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. West Coast time. (laughs) Hey, we about to get lit for the Lord and plugged in and prayed up.